In My Mug, episode 360. 360? That's that's a number, isn't it? Like a 360 degrees. I'm sorry, on Monday the 5th of October 2015. I am your host, Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the craziness of the news. Okay, so this is big news. Hey, this is huge news. Happy birthday, In My Mug. The 6th of November 2009 was the first ever In My Mug where it launched. Um, Six years, I've missed one week. Uh, I've sat here ill. I've sat here, well, I've sat in foreign countries. I've sat in coffee shops. I've sat in all sorts of kind of places. I think I've even stood in some places. I've done them on trains, I've done them on planes, I've done them in everywhere, everywhere. Uh, and I know a few of you have actually watched them all. So for that, I firstly apologize, um, but thank you. Um, and here's to the next six years. It's been amazing fun doing these. It continues to be fun to do them. Um, I kind of thought after about 100 I might get a bit tired of it, but you guys make it worthwhile, so thank you. We have had a scarcity of Indonesian coffees, but now we're gonna have three going live in the next couple of weeks. Keep your eyes on the site. Um, it's just been a real struggle to find really good, clean, uh, lovely uh, Ethiopian, uh, Indonesians, and we've done that, so yeah. And that was the news. So we should get to focus on, and this week I'm gonna focus on the Kenya coffee auction system. So Kenya's coffee auction system dates back to 1934, um, and the auctions still take place today in the same building at the Nairobi Coffee Exchange, and is pretty much admired across the world as a really good way of distributing and finding really great, really, really great green coffee. Um, it's the model that was kind of inspired the Cup of Excellence auctions and um, Kenya continues to find amazing coffees and I think a lot of that is because of the auction system. Uh, coffee growing in Kenya started in 19, uh, 1900s by the, uh, the British um, and then uh, there were a lot. Of, there was a lot of development done by the Scott Labs, um, where SL 28s came out, SL 20, their 34s, 24s came out. A lot of this was, you know, development of the coffee industry in Kenya, um, but investment from the British uh, for all of our terrible invading and uh, kind of colonialising place, you know, places. Um, it's one of the things that we actually we did a favour for. Get out of the way, Spider. Spider's trying to get on the camera. Um, uh, then it was. Then there was independence was announced in. He's really annoying me. Sorry. Uh, independence was announced in 1963, um, and then Kenya started to do their own auction system and kind of get their own thing together. Um, like they, it was already there, but they kind of made it. You know, local government uh, and and really changed it and made it different. Uh, and a lot of investment and energy and time's gone into it. Uh, I got to visit there, as I was saying, and um, really amazing place. Uh, very old wooden kind of benches and these little buzzers where they bid away. But what it means is that farmers get higher differentials for their coffee than pretty much any other country in the world. Um, when their coffee's good, they get rewarded for that. When the coffee's not so good, they, they still get actually a better price than most. Even some of the, the dross that goes through can fetch a much higher price. So anyway, that was Focus On. So 
So you may have guessed this week's coffee comes from Kenya and it comes from the Kieni wet mill which is located in Nyeri in the central highlands of Kenya. has an altitude of 1,700 metres above sea level um, and he's run by the Magaga uh, Farmers Cooperative Society. Uh, Nyeri or Nyeri County lies between the eastern base of the Aberdare mountain range um, which forms part of the eastern end of the Great Rift Valley um, and the western slopes of Mount Kenya. Um, Nyeri Town uh, which is somewhere that I've stopped. Um, I actually stopped in the famous Treetops tree Hotel, um, which is a like a rustic tree house hotel. Um, very, very famous, uh, and mainly so because uh, our queen, God bless her and all who sail in her, um, went into the hotel as a princess and left as a queen, um, as her father died um, in 1952, I think it was, um, while she was at the treetops on her honeymoon. Uh, so pretty amazing, it, lots of history, Nairi, uh, and they're very famous of that in the very famous, very uh, proud of that in Nairi. Um I think it's something that, you know, kind of, it's still today when you go and you're English, um, I always get a super warm welcome. Um, I always feel I have to apologize as well. But yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful town. Um, this coffee is mainly grown on the upper slopes uh, of the of Mount Kenya and Aberdare, um, so kind of with with a fair bit of uh, altitude. Um, mainly di di kind of dissected into family plots, uh, where each family looks after their own coffee and then just delivers it to the mill. Um, the coffee is wet processed. You know, ripe cherries are picked by the families, delivered to the mill. Um, they will only take ripe cherries. They'll actually turn away stuff that isn't ripe because they know they won't get a better price for it. Um, washed and dried over two weeks. Uh, it is a fully submerged fermentation underwater um, and uh, everything is done at the mill. Apart from the dry milling, the dry mill is, is, is off-site and it goes away to be dry milled. So figures, country is Kenya, county is Nyeri, the mill is Kieni. Uh, it's owned by the Magaga Farmers Cooperative Society. Um, there are 905 farmers in the cooperative. Um, and the average farm is around about two acres, so very, very small. Um, the altitude of the mill is 1,700 metres. Much of the coffee will have come higher. Varietal is SL28, it is a double A. Um, the picking season is March. Um, uh, the flowering season, sorry, is March. The picking season is October to December. It has taken us a long time to get this coffee. Um, a little too long, but luckily it's tasting amazing, so uh, for that I am grateful. And um, it's a fully washed, uh, dried on raised beds, um, beautiful, beautiful coffee. Okay, we should go and do what I know is going to be probably one of the best map bits we've ever done for Kenya. So there I am, and look, I look really excited, don't I? Do you know why I'm really excited? because we're going to Africa for a map bit and we're going to go somewhere where we have lots and lots of detail. But there's the wonderful, wonderful content, content, continent of Africa. Um, and unlike last week when we went to Ethiopia, this time we're going to Kenya, which is just south of Ethiopia. Um, and we're going down to the um, Kenya Kiini region, um, down, down and down. But first, before we do that, we'll have a fact and... Kenya was a British colony and was under British colonial rule between 19, 1895 and 1963. And when you go to Kenya, there is still lots and lots of um, history of that. Now, the Kieni, 
You see the yellow bits? That's the bits they cover over the coffee when it's drying and it rains. Um, that is the dry. They are the drying tables. Um, you can see just to the right of that uh, little marker there. There's like a pathway, and that's where the gate is. And I've got a photograph of me standing by that gate, and that's why I know so much about this uh, washing station is because it's it just have so much uh, info because I spent a whole day there uh, and I got to meet the farm the mill manager and I got to meet lots of the farmers delivering cherry I even managed to bring some parchment away so coffee that had been dried in the parchment but was still ready to seed and um, I'm hoping at some point in the future we'll actually see some coffee from that seed because we planted it in El Salvador so that was the map bit told you it's going to be a good map bit didn't I I'm very very pleased with that one let's hope Roland's dad fact is equally as good The Kenya national football team was suspended from all football games in 2004 because of government interference. Look at me with the football banter. Roland doing football bants. Wow. The world has gone crazy. Okay, um, time to whap you on pause. Time to go and get tasty and delicious drinks. Be back with you in just a second. We are back. Let's dive straight into this. Now I am not looking forward to this. Regular viewers will know that I do not like Kenyan espresso. So Techno has done his very best to make this palatable for me. He's Pulled it a little bit longer, around about 38 seconds. Same amount of volume, but like just over a longer period. Trying to mute the acidity down a bit. Trying to kind of get it a little bit more under control, so. And it hasn't worked. Um, I'm very sensitive to acidity. And espresso and Kenya's for me, they're just, they clash. Now, I know some of you are gonna love it. And I get a beautiful tropical fruit. And hit a pineapple in the espresso that I've not seen so much on the cupping table. But it is just all acidity. All of the creaminess is going to come in here and in here. It's going to disappear because it's just acidity. It, you can't see past it. It really is like a brick wall. Um, it's not my bag. It really is not my bag. But in the milk, the sweetness of the milk balances it out a little bit. It gives you a little bit more to play with. Um, and the bite of that tropical fruit really does come through. Um, it really does kind of like bite through it into the brood. So I'm gonna let you into a little secret here. I've spent all week drinking this coffee. We did a test roast last week, last Friday, and I took it home. And I've, I've got plenty of coffee at home, as you might imagine. And I've been drinking this in Chemex all week. For me, I think probably my favorite coffee of this year. It's a big claim, isn't it, as well? Um, we've got another Kenyan coming on soon, which is probably my favorite coffee, actually. But this is definitely right up there. So this is what happens when great coffees turn up and, and when you've been waiting so long for them. So I was there in January. I agreed, the, I agreed the price on these coffees in January and it's taken this long to get them here. It's been a real trek. 
Um, luckily we don't have too much of them so we don't expect them to hang around for a long time um, but while they are here they are delicious and um, yeah I think you're going to like them I'd love to hear your thoughts on this week's coffee actually because it's a long time since we've done a Kenyan on in my mug uh, and it'd be very nice for you to start talking to me again you used to always talk to me back in between episode 80 and 200 couldn't shut you up and now where are you where are you so normal channels Twitter Facebook email brick through my window uh, with a note tied to it right uh, I am rambling definitely thank you very much for joining me as always and do remember life is definitely too short for bad coffee